Welcome to Holistic Wellness, a podcast exploring the science and metaphysics of health and wellness. I'm your host, Brandi Searcy, founder and formulator at Rain Organica, where you'll find holistic skincare in one simple routine. Today's episode is brought to you by Rain Organica's brand new course, Fertility Awareness for Natural Contraception. That's right. It's entirely possible to avoid pregnancy naturally without hormonal birth control and without a copper IUD, just by knowing when your fertile window opens and closes in any given cycle and avoiding unprotected sex during that window. As it turns out, most women are only fertile for about five days in their cycle, give or take a day or two. So some of us are actually fertile for about three days out of every cycle. Some of us are fertile for a little longer. And sperm are only able to live for up to seven days if they make it through your cervix and into your uterus. If those boys just hang out in your vagina, conditions aren't favorable for their survival, and they'll die and be passed out of the vagina within a few hours of unprotected sex. So if that course sounds like something you're interested in, be sure to head over to rainorganica.com for more information. Okay, so this week we're revisiting uh, the last week's topic. And so what did we talk about last week? Well, we talked about the ways that hormonal contraceptives impact your plasma layer. And I wanted to revisit this because I think the way that I... um, you know, was talking about it last week, it was a little bit confusing. So let's just talk about your blood as a whole for a second. So your blood itself is composed of red blood cells. And in addition to that, it's composed of a, uh, plasma itself is essentially the wet stuff in your blood is what it's, it's, it's the fluid part of your blood. And what is this? Well, plasma is, um, the, the serum part is composed of a bunch of different kinds of electrolytes for tonicity and osmolality to maintain the proper, um, yeah, tonicity of your blood so that, um, you know, you don't have too much uh, osmosis occurring where you've got kind of diffusion of your tissues or infusion of your tissues with excess liquid, excess fluid, um, from your bloodstream. And then just the op- kind of the opposite situation is where, what as well, where you don't have too few or too little fluid in your tissues from your bloodstream. So it's there to maintain the tonicity. And then there are a lot of immune components to your blood So you've got your red blood cells, which are vital for providing oxygen to all of the tissues within your body. And then you have things like your white blood cells and your white blood cells are broken down into different classes, monocytes, neutrophils, eosinophils, basophils. And so, and these are just some of the components of your, um, Uh, of your immune system. And then in addition, what you also have traveling through your blood is kind of other um, parts of your lymph system. So this is where cholesterol comes in. This is where things like chyle 
uh, in chylomicrons and kind of how this is this is where things get into the TLDR version of um, how stuff gets out of your digestive tract and into your bloodstream and then routed to your body's tissues. And in case you're interested in that, because this is kind of diving deep into lymph, there's a TLDR post over on Rain Organica's site that is linked in today's show notes. So you can read that for yourself. And it really goes deep into the difference between high density lipoprotein, so that HDL cholesterol and low density lipoprotein, that LDL cholesterol. And what the different phases of that looks like, what a chyle, what, what a chylomicron looks like, and yeah, how how essentially the food that you eat is packaged up into these suitcases known as these different lipoproteins or different you know types of cholesterol, and then packaged and suitcased around uh, your body for de depositing into all of the tissues that need those nutrients. So, anyways. What I kind of wanted to, um, and, and then the other piece before, before we move on, the other piece to this is you also have a lot of circulating proteins in your bloodstream and whether this looks like proteins involved in clotting, because of course, if you get a cut or something somewhere, that's kind of the first response, right? Your body moves in with these different clotting factors. It needs to stop that bleed, stop that kind of uncontrolled bleed um, with these with these clotting factors. Um, it needs to, you know, that's that's kind of the first stage. That's the first stage of the immune response, the first stage of um, the repair process. So clotting factors are definitely essential um, within your blood. And these clotting factors are different proteins. And then um, you have other proteins as well. We talked about a few and, you know, additional um, markers as well. And we talked about, about a few of those last time on the podcast. And today I wanted again, to kind of take a step back, take a kind of a bigger view and talk about, so you've got kind of all of these pieces um, to, that all of these components in your bloodstream that are composing what is your blood. And when we're talking about the plasma layer, what I'd really like to focus on is this is the immunity piece of your body. This is kind of your first layer. That's that first layer of defense that, and that your lymph and your, that initial immune response. So this again is where that TLDR post over on Rain Organica site will come in to break this down even more. Your lymph itself and your lymph is part of your body's immunity is responsible for packaging up the food you eat and, and your lip flows into your circulatory system. So it connects with your cardiovascular system. So this is where you might start to see there's a convergence of your lymph feeding directly into your bloodstream. So when we're talking about these first two layers of your body from an Ayurvedic perspective, if you'd like to think of the lymph as that first layer, and your blood, and here when I say blood, I'm talking red blood cells kind of specifically as the second layer, that may be a better way to think of it. And so what is lymph? Well, it's involved with immunity. And so today, let's kind of pull the conversation back a little bit and talk about those components of your blood that you'll see affected on 
your blood panels when um, hormonal, affected by hormonal contraception. So specifically, these are white blood cells. So this is the overall white blood cell count. And then they're also, again, breaking down that white blood cell category into the four different um, types of white blood cells. So neutrophils, lymphocytes, monocytes, and basophils. Two of those, specifically neutrophils and lymphocytes, are involved in this long-term adaptive immune response. So as opposed to the innate, the very quick immune response that um, your, sorry, I said neutrophils and lymphocytes. I meant neutrophils and monocytes are involved in this um, kind of adaptive, long-term, more associated with autoimmunity. How about that? And then lymphocytes and basophils are associated kind of with the more quick innate response um, to uh, any kind of foreign invader. So for monocytes and neutrophils, these are the two that studies have found are elevated in the presence of hormonal contraceptives. So this means that when a group of women who are on hormonal contraceptives are using, um, sorry, let me start over. So this means that in these studies, women on hormonal contraceptives had higher levels of neutrophils and monocytes compared with the non-users in this study, in these studies, so compared with the control groups. And for this reason, this is where you can already, just in this first layer, just in this lymph layer of your blood, start to see the connection between um, the increased incidence of autoimmune conditions in women who are using hormonal contraceptives. And again, this does not matter whether it is an oral contraceptive or whether it is a hormonal IUD or um, a hormonal intravaginal ring. So um, that is all I wanted to say about that. Very short uh, podcast episode for today. One of the things that Rain Organica is launching is an entire program around um, supporting your body post breakup with hormonal contraceptives. And in that program, what we're doing is uh, talking about what do you do when you kind of have a backlash of symptoms after you stop hormonal birth control and whether this is a backlash of PCOS, backlash of endometriosis, um, a backlash of acne or fatigue, because I think those four are kind of the most common ones that women fear and the most common ones that women see um, post-breakup with hormonal birth control. So this course or this program talks about, has a module dedicated to each one of those conditions. And in addition, there are also modules around um, what happens when you begin having recurrent UTIs post breakup, 
what happens when you have breast tenderness and whether this is new, whether this is worse, uh, whether this is just like recurring. So it was something, maybe one of the reasons why you went on hormonal contraceptives to begin with, that's talked about in the course in one whole module and ways that, and so what we do, we present the condition and then also present ways to support your body um, in dealing with that and in reducing the severity and in actually kind of getting to a state of health with whatever the condition looks like. So that course is launching soon. There will be a sneak peek available here in the very near future. And what I mean by near, very near future, well, I mean, when um, Mike Gaskin's episode on the history of hormonal birth control is released next Wednesday on May 17th, um, a preview of that course will be ready on that day. So be sure to hit the link in today's show notes. Um, you'll be taken to a link where essentially you can get in on the ground floor of that particular program. So that is all I wanted to say about that. In case you cannot wait for the next episode around how your uh, red blood cells in particular are impacted by hormonal birth control, then be sure to click that link in today's show notes and claim your free guide on how hormonal birth control messes with your blood panels. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, bye.